Hello. Welcome. Let's chill. This is my theme song. Got my podcast, y'all. Welcome to the Full Metal Ratchet Show. Going good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Okay. I can hear you good. Let me turn down my volume a little bit. Okay, good. Perfect. All right. Welcome. Okay. So we have Full Metal Bracket episode number 18. And I have our guest, Golly, today. And if you remember, we had him a couple weeks ago with the Coming to America Super episode. And that was one of the best. I had to get him back because this Ramadan. 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 And I am not Muslim. I was born and raised a Christian. And so I don't know much about the holiday and the practices behind it. But there was a really good episode of a TV show here in the United States. It was not in the United States. It's on Hulu and it's called Ramadan. And it's about a comedian uh, named Rami Youssef, who has his own show kind of stylizing his life. And we are going to be covering an episode of that show that covers Ramadan. And that was from season one, episode five. So I introduce Gali. Hey, Gali. Hey, hey, my name is Gali. Um, glasses and beard, if you want to follow me. Same, hash, same uh, name on uh, Instagram and uh, TikTok. Um. I was born and raised in Morocco, a predominantly Muslim country, so I am celebrating this beautiful month, and that's the reason why, well, that's one of the reasons why uh, Aja wanted to have me on this episode, so we can have this little conversation on what it means to people who are practicing it. It's Aja, but it's all good. Aja, my bad. It's good. It's cool. But yeah, bro, I saw that I I just watched this episode, and I was dying. And I thought it was so good. And it really, it explained really well what it was. But then it's also like, oh, man, don't be messing with folks when they try to do their thing. Oh, yeah. Lord. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, people be, be do, people be doing some dumb stuff. I mean, oh, you mess but, with that. I swear. Yeah. I had this, this episode, seriously, this whole series has me laughing out loud. There's some really, really funny episodes. But this one is really, really good. So we'll go ahead and start. So, all right. So, as a Muslim guy right now, when did Ramadan start? Ramadan started in, uh, what do you call it, in our neck of the woods on Tuesday was the first day. Uh, In Morocco, for example, they started on Wednesday. So, it's all about, it's a lunar calendar. So, they have to observe the the moon and then when they see the crescent, the specific crescent for Ramadan, that means the following day is the first day. But for us here, it was Tuesday. Okay, so what does Ramadan actually mean? So Ramadan is basically a month out of the year, out of the lunar year. It's a mm-hmm. holy month. So uh, if you look at the lunar Muslim year, Ramadan is one of them. And it's just considered a holy month because that's the, that's the first time when the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, received uh, the prophecy from God through the, the, the Prophet Gabriel. Okay. So it was during the month of Ramadan. And it is believed to be where God is closest to earth, where all your fasting, all your praying, and everything that you can ask for, uh, God is the closest to earth, and he's listening to us more than, you know, regular time. I see. Okay, good. That was a really good explanation, man. I, I got that. Nice. <laughs> all right. You. Kill that, bro. Okay. <laughs> Kill that. Because if somebody was like, hey, Audra, what's Easter? Like, break it down hard. That is a good question, actually. You know, I have no idea. What does Jesus have to do with eggs? I have Uh, never been able to get an answer. Nothing, hard, nothing. No rabbit. There are no eggs in the Bible. No rabbit. None of that. So, good point. Our our holidays 
start out Christian and they get more and more like folkloric and pagan and capitalistic, if that makes sense. So like yeah. I can totally see like someone who does not come from a Christian country coming over being like, okay, what does all this have to do with Bank of America or what you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> everything is like corporatized here. But yeah, I totally get it. So Easter is supposed to be the uh the story in the Bible is that Jesus was um like crucified on the cross by I think a guy named Pontius Pilate and um then he was put in a cave he uh, obviously and resurrected died, after three, three days right then three days later yeah he yeah so I get I, I, so he so, died on Good Friday which doesn't sound like a very good day to me but whatever I was that was and that's then, the other thing so I did read the Bible and I did read that story mm-hmm. and I knew I know about the Good Friday and Easter and and that was the other thing. My question was, it's not. I know what that was exactly. I just don't know what, why Good Friday is called Good Friday if Jesus was killed. Son. And why? What does eggs have to do with his return and bunnies? <laughs> that, I that's can't. I can't. Me. I I can't help you with that. I cannot <laughs> help you with that. He does. You know. So you're asking the hard question. <laughs> I can't answer, bro. I, yeah. I I told you what I do. some weird things we did for our cultures. I, I, look, yeah, I was born and raised in Africa. Thing. I can tell you some weird crap we did. Uh, that was that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got you. But thank you very much for that breakdown of Ramadan. So, Absolutely. in the episode of Rami, Rami's character is a young Muslim man. He's living in, I think, northern New Jersey in the series. He lives with mm-hmm. his mother, father, a sister who's in her 20s as well. He's probably in his right around my age, which is around 27, 28, I assume. And he is trying to take Ramadan seriously for the first time because he <laughs> kind of considers himself a casual Muslim. He tries to obey the the rules and the cultural standards, but he just feels like he's failing as a young man in America. He's just like, I like corn. I like boobs. I like sex. And so he, <laughs> we, we meet him and he's hooking up with a girl and they're in the throes of passion, kissing, all that kind of stuff. And he has an alarm that comes off. Now, how do you pronounce <laughs> the word, the word that, uh, F-A-J-R? How do you pronounce it? Fajr. Fajr. Okay. So Fajr, Fajr is not okay. sunrise. Uh, that's uh, dawn. Okay. So that's when we start, yeah, so that's when we start fasting at dawn. At dawn, okay. So he's hooking up with a girl, and it's the, he has an alarm that goes off for Fajr. Did I say right? Yes, you did. Okay, cool. And he explains to the girl, who happens to be Jewish as well, and he's like, this is the first day of Ramadan. I can't have sex with you anymore, even though, like, 30 seconds later, I was going to clap her feet. But like, I love <laughs> so, so he basically like the alarm goes off signifying Don and he explains to the girl that he's going to hook up with that um so it's the first day of Ramadan I can't really do this and she explains like I respect your you know I respect your culture I'm Jewish and I but I you know kind of break the the rules too so so he's like okay well I'm gonna see you in 30 days and I'm gonna you know try to you know, do Ramadan right for the first time. He's going to be like really strict and discipline himself. So he leaves the girl's house and she's just like, all right, I guess I'll see you in a month, bro. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'll just uh, hop on this vibe. But anyway, <laughs> and so she goes, um, he goes back home and he decides to, you know, take Ramadan really seriously for the first time. So do you remember like when you have, is there an age limit do, or um, like, you know, do you do it? I don't, what is the age that you kind of start participating in the fasting? Well, when you hit puberty. And you hit puberty. Okay. Yeah. When you hit puberty, okay. you have to start. So depending on when you hit puberty, uh, for girls, it's more obvious than it is for guys for yeah. obvious reasons. But um, 
when you, when you hit puberty, you're supposed to start. I I couldn't when I hit puberty because I had to I had to I was taking medication and I had to take him. Uh, well, I'm still taking the same medication. It just my schedule right now it's doable. Back in the day, I had to take him morning, noon, and night. So now mm-hmm. I had to only take him in the morning at night. So I take him before I start fasting and after I, uh, after my fast. So okay. my first year I was supposed to, I didn't. Uh, so uh, there is a very short, uh, uh, what do you call it, verse of the Quran saying, Al-Islam means, means Islam is a religion of ease, not a religion of hardship. Basically, if you're sick, if you're not feeling well, if you're, you know, if a girl is on the special time of the month or she's mm-hmm. pregnant or she just had the baby, meaning she's still, she's still recuperating, you're not, you're not too fast. You don't have to fast. Okay. Yeah, you can break your fast. Just to be mindful with people, other people around you who are fasting. Uh, don't eat around them, but you don't have to fast and you can do it later after Ramadan. However many days you didn't fast, you can fast them later. So I gotcha. couldn't fast that year, but uh, I started, uh, I think it was 11 years old. It was the first time I fasted the whole year, the whole month. 11, okay. Yeah. Okay, so around puberty, so children don't have to really necessarily. Um, no. Until, okay, is it like a yeah, rite of we, passage we into adulthood? As children. We did as children, but our parents kind of, the parents kind of get oh, okay. you ready. So what they used to do, for example, they have a fast from dawn to noon on a day and then the next day they'll have you fast from noon till you break your fast and they tell you there you go you fasted a whole day mm-hmm. just to make okay. the kids happy okay i got that that makes sense okay so they feel included in things like that exactly there you go i got that okay good well that makes sense so moving on so rami is trying to take his this ramadan his life seriously so he goes and meets with his friends he has a friend that is a restaurant owner and a friend that's a doctor. I think the friend that's a doctor is named Mo and the other one, I can't exactly remember. But so the friend that's a doctor is very, very strict with himself and is very much a traditionalist. And the friend that is a restaurant owner is kind of like, eh, kind of casual about it, kind of poking fun at the fact that he's trying now you know, after however many years they've been friends to, you know, be strict with himself where he just, they feel like he just watches porn all day and just kind of breaks all of the steadfast rules anyway. So why would he, but he's like, no, I want to cleanse myself and I want to do, you know, do this right, which I respect, man. It's okay, dude. It's your relationship with Allah, bro. Anyway, so he's, so he's going to, um, you know, do do the do, do the Ramadan, as you say, and just before now, this part kind of confused me. So he's mm-hmm. eating, he's eating with his friend, but he's not supposed to eat at the at that point. Is it right after um, sundown? Is when you're allowed to eat? So yeah, so at at sunset is when you're allowed to eat. Sunset, gotcha. Okay, yeah. so that makes sense. So yet, yeah, so there's a scene. He Rami is um he finally is able to break his fast right right down in sundown, at that first day. So he's eating and he's just kind of you know gobbling the food down, and that's when his second alarm comes off for his prayer. So they go back outside, all take their shoes off. They kind of um all the restaurant patrons, and mind you, the restaurant has been tagged with like racial and like you know islamophobic slurs and the and the um restaurant owner friend is like ecstatic that it happened he's like this is great for business look this place is like <laughs> popping and you're like ah, come on <laughs> he's like this couldn't have happened at a better time this is great and so he was like okay man business can i see so they're outside they're doing their prayer and him rami his friend and um, the rest of the restaurant patrons, and then all of a sudden, Lord Jesus, his friend Kevin comes up. Now, Kevin is your stereotypical kind of white construction worker guy, I guess a friend from his high school days, Yeah. and he just comes up, he sees these group of Muslim men on the ground praying, they finish up their prayer, the rest of them go back inside, and he pulls Rami aside during their prayer, too. Oh, God. oh my God. <laughs> this part was 
crazy to me. So the friend, his name is Kevin. He pulls Rami aside. He's like, hey, hey, man, how's it going? Um, You know, I I knocked some girl up last year and basically tells him, hey, my mom has cancer. And um, I'm not religious, but that looked like it was powerful. So can you go ahead and just pray for my mother and he's like oh yeah I'll definitely pray for your mother no pray for my mother like right now in front of you (laughs) (laughs) I swear like people don't understand the whole when we go up and down people don't understand that get get mine you know what I mean they they do not get it like I was in the car where I was the only Muslim guy and we saw a an older taxi driver pulled over on the side of the freeway and praying Oh, and okay. then lost their mind, and they 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 all. It was we were in a suburban. That's it's eight people. I was this eighth person, so seven people turned around to ask me questions. I was like, "Yo, listen, <laughs> David Chappelle said it better. I happen to be Muslim. It doesn't mean that I'm great at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just leave me alone." <laughs> wow, that's dedication to get on the side of the road, man. That's I know. Crazy. Yeah, I, I I used to be like that, but I'm not, unfortunately. That's amazing. So Rami goes back home after and he has on now. I'm not sure what this garment is called. It's it's um, and it might be since Rami, the character is Egyptian. It might be an Egyptian thing. So I'm not entirely sure. But he's he's wearing like an outfit that's I don't want to call it a dress, but it's long. It's about, you know, probably. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It is. It is an Egyptian thing. Well, every Arab country would have their own version of that. Yeah. What is yeah, it called so in Morocco? We call it Leba. Ooh, you gonna have like to say that Like if you go if time. you go to H and M, you will find uh, long dresses for women called Jelaba, D J E L B A. It's or you can find Kaftan. These oh, are Moroccan. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah, heard of Kaftan. Kaftan I never is heard a very of the Moroccan thing. thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never you heard of the first thing. Can you say it one more time? Jelaba. What's that? Oh, How do you say it one more time? Is it like what, how it said here? I'll head back home. Uh, the first thing, J- DJ. Oh, the Jaleba. 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 Yeah. Jaleba. Okay. Okay. I've heard more of Captain, but I've never heard of Jaleba. Okay. So he's wearing, so is it, is there, what's the word for men? Is it, is it the same word? It's the same word. Jaleba, you can go for both. Okay. So yeah. Rami is wearing a, like a traditional Jaleba. And his parents are like, you know, and, and family are just in their normal habitat. And he's very excited about Ramadan. He's almost like, you know, comparably to a kid kind of being excited for like Christmas or something like that. So he yeah. gets really, really excited. And his family's just like, oh, this is just every other day. They just, they break their fast together and they're, but they want to like watch TV. And he's like, hey, should we pray? Should we? you know do all these things and he they're just like shut up we're watching the show we're watching the show <laughs> okay and he's and he's just like look i'm wearing i'm wearing the traditional you know and they're just like that's nice shut up <laughs> I'm equalizer i'm weak uh, that shed took me so out and the the, the sister goes you look like the fobs that like email me on the she got me on facebook and the mom goes let me see their pictures Oh, oh God! The first I, time I heard what a fob was, I was oh, one. Bro. <laughs> you I was like, one? Yo, that's no. me. Oh no! Oh, when I was when I was called a fob, I just moved here. I was here a week. <laughs> I couldn't even speak English. Someone called me a fob, and I looked like, at my kids. I was like, I was like, what the fuck is a fob? And he's like, don't worry about it. I was like, no, 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 no. This guy's messing with me. What is a fob? <laughs> Dang, dude, that's so messed up, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. If you don't know what pop is, it's not a nice term. But it's, I'd it's say it's fresh term. off the boat. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's not cool, man. Dude. It's mm, applicable in some situations, but not cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Rami is at home. He's like, okay, should I read the Quran? He's just, I'm like, he's like, I'm Muslim, okay? And his literal friend says, okay, you cannot be jerking off all year long. And then when Ramadan comes around, become Malcolm X. 
And I thought that was the funniest line in this whole se- <laughs> in one of this whole series. I was so weak. He has some great lines in this movie for real, or in this show rather. So uh, and again, me- this is. Mm-hmm. His lines, I'm sorry I forgot you up, but his lines to me, all of them were jokes that we used to say as kids in in, in a Muslim country. Oh, all okay. of that stuff, like things that nobody teaches you because no adult it talks to you talks to you about religion, tells you you can't jerk off. It, it, it doesn't come up. So like just mm-hmm. think about it, someone say to send it to you in church. It's just yeah. something you understand. No one says yeah. it to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kid <laughs> talk. That's what we used to tell. Like, are you fasting? Yeah, you're lying. You're not fasting. Let me see your tongue. Is it white? That means you're thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so shit that we said as kids. I'm weak. Oh, my goodness. See, yeah, we didn't have anything. I mean, some people do fast for Lent. You, you're supposed to give up um, something for 40 days on 40 nights. Some people do do that. I, I don't know. That Lent wasn't necessarily enforced in my family or in our yeah. church. Um, some people I'm sure did fast for Lent, but I think that's just maybe different kind of Christian sects that do that. But so there is a fasting ritual in Christianity, but I don't, again, it's not as pervasive as maybe Ramadan is for, for Muslim people, for Christian people. Yeah, but, when I, when I learned yeah. about Lent, it was from this girl that used to work with me. Mm-hmm. They, they were, they were talking amongst each other as in people who, who are doing it. And everybody asked her, I was like, uh, what, what what are you giving up? She said, cheese. I looked at her, I was like, okay. aren't you lactose intolerant? You never eat cheese. She's like, yeah, so? Ah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm over here like, mm, that'd be hard. Ooh, <laughs> oh, that would be hard for me too. Bro, if if I was serious about Lent and I like wanted to really, I would have to like give up. <laughs> Smoking. And I was like, <laughs> Ooh, I would die. I'd be close to God. I'll tell you that much. I'd be like, bro. <laughs> and still be with the powers of Snoop and Dog. <laughs> so Rami and his family, he's he decides to go to the mosque. The mosque is really beautiful. I didn't know, you know, this is why the show is really good because why would I ever be inside of a of a mosque or a, what's it called? A masjid? Is that how you say it? Mas- masjid. That's the name in Arabic, yes. Masjid. I would never probably be able to step inside one. So this show Why not? take I mean, I don't know. Well, first of all, I don't there's a lady section. I don't know where the lady section is. I don't I gotta I gotta they, they, So let's let's put it this way. As long as you're respectful, okay. nobody's gonna kick you out. Okay, I don't want people to like, think I'm FBI because that was a thing too. <laughs> No, 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 no. By all means, the only reason why why one is asked to leave is they're, if they're being uh, disrespectful, and even yeah. though they were told not to do something, like the only person that I actually know was kicked off that I saw was kicked off a masjid, believe it or not, which is the person I was a big fan of, is Michael Jackson. Oh, Michael Jackson visited Morocco, and the king of Morocco, uh, took him. He just at the time he just built the one of the biggest at the time it was the biggest mosque in Africa. Uh, it's still there. It's called Hassan the Second. So the 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 king Hassan, who named it after himself, took Michael Jackson to visit the mosque. It was his pride and joy. It's beautiful. If you Google it, it's mind-blowingly beautiful. Um, so he took Michael Jackson to take a look at it, and he was brief on. You know, et- etiquettes of what to do and what not to do at the mosque. Michael Jackson walks in, walks on carpet where everybody puts their forehead on with his oh. shoes on and oh. a monkey on his shoulder. Uh, we're like, uh, and then he was like, "No, you, you can't, you can't do that. You're gonna have to take off. You and your monkey have to, have to leave." You and your monkey. <laughs> yeah, and by all means, Mike, I love Michael. Michael, Michael you man. and I your love monkey. Michael Jackson. We, we love Thriller. Thriller, very good song. Uh, but you and your monkey are going to have to get to be yeah. crazy. <laughs> You're gonna have to leave. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, brother, it's okay, man. It's okay. Bashir's is clean, man." They I felt bad because I think he really forgot because the, when when he was told, the, the, you can see how apologetic he was, <laughs> but it's still a big no no. My God, I I that son, Michael. <laughs> there's no excuse. <laughs> yes, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the Moroccan side with you. Yeah, y'all should kick his ass out, bro. Nah, bro, nah, just nah. But anyway, so yeah, Rami is back with his um. He's at the the uh, 
temple, um, not the temple, masjid, masjid, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm gonna get these Arab words, bro. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna <laughs> get there. Okay, I'm dedicated, bro. There so, you go. I'm dedicated. He he's at the um he's at the masjid and he notices um a young woman there. She's kind of wandering around, and we kind of see the dynamics of you know when you go inside. So you have to obviously remove your shoes. That's a very important thing. And to you, you know, you do your prayer five times a day. I know you have to face in a certain direction. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. Mecca, Mecca. Yeah. Mecca. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then he noticed after the, they finished praying, he notices um, a woman and her husband and they are kind of arguing and she is kind of frustrated. She's not swearing, but she's kind of like, oh, I'm freaking frustrating. You're doing all this freaking stuff. Her husband is not paying attention to her and is kind of even about to dip out on the um, on the prayer ceremony portion of their service because he's doing some kind of business. So he, for some reason, notices this woman kind of struggling and frustrated with her son and her husband. And he's about to go up to her, but then his... Um, friend intercepts him and he's like okay good oh look at what you're wearing you're wearing that that looks great this is gonna be good because you need to meet somebody named Farina he's like whoa uh, <laughs> and it turns out that they have a little uh, date set up for him for a woman who is looking for a husband and is it is it kind of like that when you go to your uh, your place of worship is it kind of like do people kind of push women on you? No, not really. They do that with amongst families. Like if the entire okay. family is here and her entire family is here, they kind of do that. But for me, I moved to America by myself. Don't nobody told me come meet my daughter. <laughs> nobody mm. gave a shit. <laughs> I was going to ask. I was like, is there like any pressure for you to even though you're not you know i guess away from your family but do they still kind of put pressure on you to like marry a muslim girl or find a no. wife in a certain no because a uh I, I know it may sound bad but uh, a muslim guy is allowed to marry uh, a woman of any religion as long as it is a godly religion as in a muslim guy can marry a christian a catholic or a jewish girl oh. uh a muslim girl can't Muslim girl can't because ah. the, yeah I know it doesn't sound right and I, I don't have yeah. no no reason I don't I don't know why that is but it is what it is. It's your Easter bunny. Yes. No, my my cousins are all married to non. The only one in the family married to a Moroccan. Our generation is my sister. Everybody else is married to you know Hispanic, white, black, you know, all kind of ethnicities. Interesting. I did not know yeah. that. I thought it was a little bit more stringent. In the- oh, no, not at all. Two cousins in LA, one of them married to uh, a white woman, the other one married to a Hispanic woman. Um, cousin in, in France married to a French girl. Cousin in Denver married to uh, I think she's from Macedonia. So yeah, it's it's all, we're all mixed up. Interesting. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. Like maybe in yeah, that's that's probably specific to your family, so I won't comment on that. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that there was like a kind of like a leniency in that in that respect for the men. I thought you know men and women were kind of supposed to be held to the same standard, and that you're supposed to kind of keep it keep it Muslim. But hey, that's that's what's up, bro. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> spread around the world, bro. That's what's up. Okay. So we have Rami. He is at the, so he meets the um, young woman. Her name is Farina, beautiful young single Muslim girl. And she is very like business-like. It's almost like an interview. It's like he's interviewing for Google, like for real. And she's like, okay, well, I have this plan. Duh, 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 duh. I want these many kids. I have this career path. I, you know, do this. And she just is very together and very like ready for, excuse me, she's ready for a husband. And Rami's looking at her like, no, it has no idea what he did not see that coming, at least not that methodical. (laughs) No, because she was like business cat, like literally slid a resume over to the brother. 
And he's just like, I live at home. I do the Ramadan. Ah. And so he is kind of taken aback, but he's honest with her. And he's like, I don't really have a plan. I just kind of go day to day. And she respects his honesty at first. And she, you know, hears him out. And he is honest with her. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I'm trying so hard to, in my mind, be what I think is a good Muslim. But it's it's difficult for me to follow all these rules. And I don't have a day-by-day plan, which I totally understood. And and even, you know, being uh, going away from, like, the Muslim element like being a good christian or being a good black person or being a good american it's like it's a lot of pressure you know it's 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 very open-ended and i guess i appreciated how this show kind of put that that light on it that you know there is no really good way to be xyz but you know you do your you just do your best and you just do your best that you can. So I think uh, Gali's have a couple. But it has some kind of pressure on them. Okay, you were having a technical issue for a second. You uh, faked out. What yeah, yeah I kind of my my Bluetooth disconnected and connected back up. But yeah, everybody has some kind of some degree of pressure that um they feel like it's the right thing for them and to make their family happy, to make uh you know society happy, what's expected from them. But not doesn't mean that everybody is happy about doing that. Right. Yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. So back at the mosque, Rami is walking around. He has just met with Farina and he sees the same woman again at the um, at the mosque that was previously arguing with her husband. And she's kind of shuffling through the the um the crowd and she's looking for who blocked her car in. And she's going in, who has a silver Camry? Who has a silver Camry? Who has a silver Camry? And for some reason, Rami's just very taken with her. And he tries to go up and help her. And you can kind of see, like, in his eyes, like, bruh. And you, and, like, I don't know, maybe I saw it. And I was like, oh, yeah, he, he, right was, he was interested. But, he was, definitely. A little to his surprise, though, right? Yeah, I know, right? So we're not going to try to mess up the whole, uh, the whole show, but you can kind of see hungry eyes. So he was he was ready, bro. And <laughs> he goes over to her and he introduces himself and he asks if she needs any help. And she, she says, yes, my, somebody has blocked in my car. And he suggests, hey, they can make an announcement. She's like, bro, they ain't going to listen to no announcement. What are you talking about? And <laughs> he's clearly just trying to help her. And she goes into like, oh, if I don't find somebody blocked at my car i can't get my son's insulin and he he feels bad for her so he decides to help her and go ahead and just like walk her home he basically carries her son home who's probably about five or six and who's and clearly diabetic he carries the young boy home with uh with a woman i can't exactly remember what the woman's name is but after a while, they get back to the house, and he hasn't been able to break his fast. And what is the um? Is there a word for when you break your fast? Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, maghrib. Ma- oh, we gonna have to say it one more time. <laughs> maghrib. So it's M A G H R E B. Maghrib. Maghrib. There you go. Okay. All right. I got you. So there's a lot of in there. You gotta really be confident with that. Yeah, like. <laughs> like my name really is it's not yeah, right. Gali, it's Gali. But I, I say it's Gali because it's not easy to pronounce yeah because yeah it's the G-H and I don't know how yeah. hard or how <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I have to kind of Americanize it just to avoid the awkward discussion of I don't how do you spell you it so where does your tongue go I will give it all the <laughs> you need bro <laughs> So, yeah, so I made it golly. I'm like, fuck it. Let me just simplify it. Well, you say say it one more time how it's supposed to sound. Gali. Yeah, I always get that 20 seconds of silence. Like, <laughs> like, people trying to yeah. figure out where the hell she's they should put this on. Because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where to put the emphasis. And then <laughs> get thrown off, man. So it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a rally kind of like with an R. Rally, but it's not mm-hmm. really pronounced and imagine pronouncing an r in french 
I don't know how to speak French at all. At all. And <laughs> then no, I'm not saying you do. We're just like, I don't, you know, the... <laughs> no French, bro. I know. <laughs> and that ain't even French, bro. I know. Saba. I know. That's it. Okay. That's all you have to know. <laughs> Son. Oh, I'm so ignorant. Oh, this full metal ratchet, y'all. I swear. This ain't full metal freaking. <laughs> Yo, okay. every time we get we're getting one of these, we act a fool and people I are listening. Don't. Yeah, people are so hard, bro. There's probably one or two people like mm-hmm. that is as stupid as hell. So, <laughs> so we go wrap up Bobby and then we just go act a fool. So Rami, the Rami, the brother, Lord Jesus, this brother, okay, he he does he he does good. He does good, carries the young woman's son home. Bro, and then tell me why he sleep with the woman. He claps the hell out of cheeks with the woman. She takes off her scarf. And like I think that's some kind of effed up trope too that I've I've seen at least people talk about on TikTok. I don't know if it's actually real. But that like Muslim women in the in film, especially in Western film or a TV, will always take off the scarf, bro. They're taking it off. It's just because that's what everybody's fantasy is. I can't die. That's what everybody. That's what everybody wants them to do in their mind. Look, it's that taboo thing. Yes, it's that taboo yes, thing. Yeah, you know, back yeah, there is there is a French yeah. saying where it says the cat, the cat only wants the meat that he can't get. Yep. Yeah. Basically, yeah. because they can't see those girls' hair, their fantasy yeah. is some kind of Mia Khalifa situation. Where she yep. takes off her hijab, kind of I shit. I was going to say her. I was just going to mention her. If you don't know who Mia Khalifa is, she was a we'll say a pornographic actress who actually appears on this show, I think on the next season, on season two, there's a Mia Khalifa appears on that episode. And um, she was a Lebanese American girl who was in um, some adult films back in, I would say probably about 2016, 2014, probably about six or seven years ago. And she got, I mean, damn threat. And like not just like I was kill, like fuck law, like they were gonna kill this girl. Like it was bad. And then all of a sudden, people were like, "Oh, yo, she's lying about how she she had this whole thing about how she was um kind of taken advantage of financially by the industry, and how she was only pay- she had you know all of this success and all of this excuse me all of this um notoriety." But it didn't translate at all into her bank account, and she only made like some crazy amount, like thirteen G's or something like that. Some some extremely low number for you know how popular she maybe was. And then it turned like she somebody said, um, actually no, she was paid like very well, and and her name wasn't really Mia. It was it got weird, bro. It got weird. Yeah, she she got lit up. She got lit up. Yeah, she got a lot of. She made a lot of buzz. Let's just say that. Yeah, she made a lot of buzz. It was it was wild. We got two messages, so let's go ahead and pause and let's listen. Okay. I'm digging it. This is a lot of fun. On a scale of one to ten, <laughs> how bad are Aja's pronunciations of words? They're really bad, bro. Go ahead and read. You can go ahead and Yo, read. She, she's, she's doing what she can do with what she got, bro. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna run it back. I'm gonna run it back. Hold on. Okay. Masjid. Mm. There you go. Uh, That's good. Fahish. Fahish. Mm. No, Fajr. Shit. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's I'm not sorry. a Fahira, girl. We actually oh, pronounce no. the J. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got a one. I got a one. Let's get the second one. Damn, 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 damn. Hello, Full Metal Scratch. And Glasses Nerd. How's it going? It's going good, man. You need your glasses nerd. You with the Ramadan. My man got more Ramadan than I am. He did the Ramadan. He's doing the Ramadan. That's amazing. That's so funny, bro. Anyway, thank you for leaving your messages. We appreciate it. 
So Ramira pretty much wraps up around the time where he essentially breaks every rule by sleeping with a married woman and having sex during Ramadan. And he just kind of, I mean, the fasting is one thing, but he, you know, it's like, sir. There's a scale of, uh, I guess, sin. Like you, you were hungry the whole day just to do this at night? <laughs> Thank you. So that's exactly my point. This is like, bro, come on. So I really appreciate this show for showing a realistic portrayal of just a young Muslim American guy just trying to make it, just trying to fulfill these cultural and religious kind of obligations while also just being a guy. He's just a guy, man. He wants to watch some boobs, and he wants to touch boobs. And- yeah, it's it's a really look. Uh, Ramadan back home is uh, mm-hmm. an entirely different situation than it is over here. It, yeah, it, in a in a country where everybody, Morocco is not a hundred percent Muslim. We have a beautiful, big Jewish community. But the thing is, okay. we live together. Like if there's a synagogue in a neighborhood. Muslims parked outside that with the Jewish community parked in the neighborhood so they can go pray on Saturday. And they okay. do the same thing for us on Friday. So during Ramadan, even the Jewish restaurants, they close down their, their restaurant during the day and they don't eat and smoke outside in front of people. Mm-hmm. Even the Jewish community. So there is a big, everybody's protecting everybody from what you don't want to see during Ramadan. Over here, man, you're the only one struggling. <laughs> you yeah. drive by, Unless you go, you, you drive by somewhere community. where there is a beach, and everybody's half naked, and everybody's Shoot. eating, drinking. I can only imagine the discipline over here because, first of all, it's not even respected. Like that's why I really wanted to bring you on so that we could celebrate this, you know, this holiday, and I could learn and appreciate it because I did have a few Muslim classmates and. I remember, you know, I went to a kind of bougie white private school here in Northwest Ohio, and we didn't have, we had a few Muslim students. I was one of like three black people, bro. And wow, it was bright as fuck, wasn't it? Bro, it was every day. <laughs> but that's how I met my best friend. So I can't even, I can't even, I can't say nothing because my, I met my best friend there and I can't trade that for the world. But there you go. yes, it was uh, yes, it was a homogenous society, and but we <laughs> did have a couple of um, Muslim students who did kind of share their Ramadan experience, and I do remember a couple of people were were kind of were uh, trying to do it with them as well. So I remember one year we had a couple of students who our teachers were like, oh, yeah, tell them about the Ramadan. Yeah, no, you can have the floor. Please go ahead. Tell us about the, well, you, so you don't eat, you don't eat, so you, you don't eat. Oh, uh, this, okay. th- this is the question that you get a lot. They ask me, so what is Ramadan? You just tell them, like, you know, Ramadan is a month where we give up all the impurities and all the, the, the good stuff that you have in life, as in, no food, no drinks, no this. And then when you say no drinks, this is the question that you always get. Not even not water? Even water? <laughs> yeah. Everybody asks, yeah, not even water. water? Like, yeah, no, not even water. <laughs> Everybody asks that. Because I think I was probably that guy. My, my coworker does not know how to work without a drink next to him. He's drinking Diet Coke all day. So when oh I told him God. that I don't drink nothing from dawn to sunset, he was mind blown. He's like, I would not be able to do it. I'm like, I know. Man, <laughs> you yeah, I, me, I know. man. And I, that's why I respect it so much because I know I pro- I would struggle because I, first of all, I exercise and I've been trying to, you know, exercise more and how many water, <laughs> thirst. And I, I saw this young man who was a college athlete and also Muslim. Oh, you saw and- that? I saw, yeah, that young, yeah. Did you send me that video? Yeah, I did. You sent me that. Okay, yes. My God, how in the world? Or maybe I sent it to you or something. I can't remember. But yes, there was a TikTok video of a young, um, a young college athlete who happens to be Muslim. And he and some other of his uh, uh, athlete, you know, teammates were documenting their day. So we had like two a day practices, but he had to get up at like four fifty, five o'clock a.m. to be able to pray and, um, you know, do his pre-dawn meal 
before he had to work out, do class, you know, excuse me. I think he played basketball. Yeah. So, I mean, fasting during like a busy basketball academic seat. Well, that's discipline. So mad respect to that young man. I'm not sure where he was, but mad respect respect to him, especially especially where when you're the only one doing it and everybody around you drinking. He had a couple it seemed like he had a couple of people that were kinda maybe also Muslim or maybe like trying to do it with him in solidarity. But yeah, he seemed like he was pretty much the only one doing it. Yeah. Like when I remember when I was back home, we would have gym class and the soccer practice and I would have athletic, uh, what do you call it, uh, activities while we're fasting. And I did it. I remember playing soccer for like four hours straight while I was fasting and going home and taking a shower and taking a nap and then breaking my fast on time. But everybody else around me was fasting too. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you're not the only one struggling. Everybody, when when you share the struggle, the load doesn't feel as heavy. When you're the only one doing it, it's a whole different ball game. I'm sure you feel like closer to like your God. I'm sure because it's like yeah, I'm and you also feel close to death. You feel close to God, then you feel close to the grave too. Like you're, you're thirsty as fuck. Right. I should not be cussing this much. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you've been killing with the not cussing too. You've been really <laughs> you've been killing. It. So, um, so also I forgot to do the surprise twist at the end of the episode. So, after Rami had done all of that for Kevin, he looked, he's like, um, he had just had sex with the married woman. He's, like, literally in her bed. He, like, looks at his phone. He's on Facebook. He's scrolling. He looks, and he sees that Kevin's mother had passed away. So, he did all that. And, like, of course, like, it's not a magic trick, Kevin. It's not, you know, freaking... I don't know what you thought, brother. Like, <laughs> it's not like, I don't know. So he kind of looks like, ah, dang. Like, he kind of feel bad. And he, I, I kind of interpret the, his kind of face as in like, ah, maybe I didn't do it correctly. Like, how would you interpret that scene? Um, That would have been something really, really hard to deal with, especially if he didn't know. Right. Yeah. I I don't know. It's it seems like Kevin put way first of all, way too divine magic in this young man's hand. But I can kinda see where Rami would feel kinda guilty because maybe he's like, I didn't put I didn't actually excuse me, put my heart into the prayer. Or into yeah, Ramadan. Kevin his, really Kevin's work. request was very um ill guided because he didn't yeah. doesn't know how it works and the second thing is i didn't really feel bad for him because if you're asking for a favor you ain't gotta be a prick about it either oh you know what i mean the shoes off like get off the car yeah like like who the hell you think you're talking to this is a relationship between me and god you're not gonna tell me when to call god talk about say it out loud say it loud you know what I mean? Like, that's why I didn't energy. feel bad for him. I actually kind of pissed me off a little bit. I, I would be it. pissed too. I would know. Oh, I, my no, goodness. I was, hot. I, was hot. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, the, I, well, look, I'm not, a, I'm not a physical person. Like, as in, I, I don't, I don't get physical. But one time was when this was when I was like 17, 18 years old. I was new in the country. In the country. I spoke English uh, well by, by then, but I was still new in the country and I didn't. I didn't understand. I didn't understand ignorance. If that's, you know, I didn't understand yeah. ignorance. I didn't understand it's a, that it's an being ignorant about the importance of 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 something to someone else, you have to be respectful. So th- yes. not being respectful is being ignorant. So I told this guy that I used to work with. I was like, I, "You go ahead and enjoy your meal. I'm fasting. I'm not gonna have lunch." And he just puts a taco in my mouth. Well. Like literally, put pick, gets a taco. He's like, "Stop being a, a bitch!" And he puts it oh, in whoa, my whoa, mouth. Whoa, 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 and I had, and I'm fasting, oh. and I don't, I, I don't get physical. But that day, I punched the motherfucker teeth in. I, I don't blame you, bro. I don't blame you, bro. That day, I, I got mad. I, I never, I never, pork, I never got in a fight after taco? that. Was that? Was that a pork taco? I would have, I would have done more than punching. 
<laughs> no, okay, it was it was carne asada. It was it was beef. Okay, okay. Had it been pork, I would have I would have sued the guy. I but he's like I would have been in jail. I would have been in jail. But <laughs> Golly, I would have been I would have been back home. <laughs> I would have been prisoner freaking night. <laughs> I would have been deported. <laughs> yes. I don't even blame you. How disrespectful! Oh my god! Like first of yeah. all. And that's not like I knew like, the guy, and he he's like, oh, I was just playing with you. I'm sorry, I didn't. Know. I don't know you. Don't play with me like that. You know no, what I mean? Don't play with me like that. That's don't play cool. with me. Like I'm not starving myself for your fun. No, 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 no. That's yeah. Oh my god, that's interesting. Good story. Good story. I'm hot now. I got a woo. I need a con now. I need a woo because we're like. I, I think I think I I be, I belong to a little too many minorities for my own good, for my own sense. I follow. <laughs> I fall here. into what's that? At least here in America, maybe. Yeah, here else, in America, I fall into a lot a lot of group of minorities, not just one. Um, my 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 father is as African as it gets. I feel I feel like I'm not gonna say I'm black. I don't wanna. Being black, it's not to me. It's not an ethnicity. To me, it's 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 a power. It's it's something more than just a color of the skin or a group mm-hmm. you belong to. It's a privilege to be black in this country. So that's so my not calling myself black. It's out of respect. But I'm saying that because I understand the implication of it. But to people yeah. who don't look like us, they see me as black. Yeah. So I fall into that minor. What's called here minority. I am an immigrant. That's another minority. I am yeah. Muslim. That's another minority. I happen to be Arab. That's another minority. And I happen yeah. to be, uh, what should we call it? I don't know what else. I forgot. I, and I'm brown. So anyway, <laughs> I fall into a little too many minorities. If I were gay and Jewish, I would have been the pinnacle of the KK race. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> gay, Jewish, Muslim, immigrant guy. Oh, oh my man. goodness. They would have put me up in the pedestal and threw <laughs> arrows at me. Just decon- That's okay. They probably just would have like, <laughs> seized out in front of you and you would have won. So you've been okay. <laughs> it's just like, you look like you do and just freaking melt, you know, like, it's be fine. And I'm like, wow, okay, well, that came. That Jeez. Got me. And now I can pray for Fazio. <laughs> 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 I'm so dumb, bro. I'm so dumb. Thank you, man. I really needed this laugh this week because it's just been a hot ass mess. It's, it's been a bad week. It's not been the greatest week. Yo! What the? F- Excuse my French, but what the fuck? <laughs> Ah. Every time I to turn on the TV, like literally, we had to hear, that. we had to hear about a young man shot while yeah. there was a, a trial for a young man being shot. I mean, excuse me, being brutally murdered. Yeah. While there was a shooting, the day before another black man gets shot, it was a bit much. It was a lot. Um, if you're not in the United States, um. Nice. Uh, kick your feet up. Um, uh, relax. If you're really black and outside of the United States, you've made it, bro. Okay. Uh, it's not hot here right now. Um, it's not what the movies tell you, and it's not what the music videos tell you. It's okay. bullshit. That's what it is. They, uh, if you want to watch the music video, that's pretty accurate. This is America by uh Donald Glover. It's Charles Gambino. That's it. Really that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. With the gunshots as well. With the gunshots. Uh, make sure you, you hear the version with the stuff. Um, yeah, don't watch the the rated ver- version. Watch the real version to see the okay. real. It's a very, it's a very, very um, rough time here. But you know what? Here, um, this is what I do when I am stressed, and I, 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 I talk and I laugh and I joke and I, I try to make myself happy, and it saves my life. So I'm glad that we are able to do this today, Mr. Holly. I'm uh, killing it. <laughs> and I'm going to be a master in Arabic. <laughs> it looks like we have really? another message. You want to listen to it? Oh, we do. Look at that. I'll give a second. I was just, I was not being a good producer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Play the message. It is his relationship with God. He can do whatever he wants, lady. Yeah, yeah. 
I think he said, if you have a relationship with God, I could, you can do whatever you want. That's Thank true. You, Raj. That was Thank from you, Raj. Raj. I appreciate Thank that. Thank you, Raj. Yeah, that's very true. You have a very thick accent, but I totally understood what you said. Thank you for that. Yeah, you, you caught that good. I think I got it. I'm pretty sure. But thank you. Yeah. And if you do have a relationship with God, whoever God that you want to as well. Like I joke around, even though I was I was raised Christian, right? I joke around and say that there's a weed God, right? And <laughs> and it's like a silly thing that I do with like my friends and stuff. And it's like it's like I don't know. It just makes me laugh and it makes me feel comfortable with like the stoner god that just like kind of just is like the little patron saint of stoners that like if you just but uncertain times but when you live in a place where like you don't necessarily feel fucking safe ever like you just cling on to pretty much everything or anything anything Anything. Anything. because you think like it gives you a better chance of survival and like right now people with brown skin in general it doesn't matter if you identify or black or not people with brown skin do not feel safe people with features that are not stereotypically European or white do not feel safe. Asian people do not feel safe. Black people do not feel safe. And the thing is, it's it's not, this is not news. This is yeah. not, it, this didn't just happen out of nowhere. It, we just so happened, we have videos, excuse me, cameras in our hands and TikTok is blowing everything up. Yeah. Otherwise, this shit been happening forever. For and this is long, coming from a person that's time. not even from the United States, and you know how it, I mean. For a are... long, long time. My black ass got here back in '05, and I've and I've had my. I lived in Florida. No, oh, girl, yeah. I lived in Florida. Florida. Just that sentence is enough. I ain't gotta explain I, what that I means. I lived in. I got pulled over. I got pulled over oh, with a guy with, with me in the car. He was Puerto Rican with a very, very thick Hispanic accent. And then they asked for our credentials. He looked at my name. He gives me a side look. And then he turn, He looks up at him. He's like, let me see your green card. Oh, Juan was like, um, I'm Puerto Rican. He's like, I don't care where you're from, son. Let me see your green card. I looked at him. was like, what fucking school did you go to? I was like, this, there's no green. It, it, oh, man. Yeah, it's like They're that, American man. citizens. Like, what, the, what the fuck are you asking for a green card for? Bro, they don't know. Again, if that's what we have, like, ignorant, like, angry people with licenses to kill, like, running around. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's the other thing. That, that, that's the other thing. Johnson & Johnson vaccine, they get 6.8 millions of it. Six people got sick with a very rare uh, blood clot disease. Six people. Out of six point eight, and they stopped it. That's I wish they had the same fucking energy with guns. I'm saying, uh, let's go. Bro. I wish they had the same energy with that. And it's the thing is, it could be very easily settled, and but we know why it's not, and that is just a very heavy thought. And it is just maybe it just weighs heavier and heavier on the conscience it just but yeah we still it just, have to somehow be successful and fun and funny and you know have futures and think about our futures and i'm over here like looking at my credit score and then also being like i don't want to be on tiktok right now and i like logged out so if you sent me any videos my bad it's not that i'm ignoring you i logged out of tiktok i had to take a break i had to take a break got bad it's and I not necessarily toward me, nothing toward me, but I was just Good. like, bro, I'm just scrolling and it's just like it's not in like my life is not being like enhanced Enriched. by this. Yes, it is just triggering me over and over. 
I'm like not I I don't want to I I have a choice in the matter you know what I'm saying I'm not so addicted to this app or this attention like fuck these followers like that doesn't matter like uh, you know what I'm saying like people might think oh you have a hundred thousand like honestly golly like it means nothing like it doesn't pay my bills it it doesn't pay my bills I've made one hundred dollars on TikTok total a hundred dollars Okay. Yeah, for the amount uh, of work you put in. You can in, make hundred dollars you know. driving a, a person. You can make a hundred dollars carrying a friend's couch down the street. Okay. Yep. Yep. You can make a hundred dollars yep. doing a dance, you know, to Jay Z's "Beware" on the street corner for about five. You hours. can make a hundred dollars dancing to that thong song at the strip club. Let me <laughs> in the that girl, I had I had the same the hair song. as he did. So I had the song. same hair as he did back with uh, the teenager <laughs> in an African Muslim country walking no, around with silver it. hair. As Cisco, as Cisco, I had silver <laughs> hair. I had everybody, everybody I was looking at me when I was walking down the street. I was <laughs> the only one with silver hair, and I ain't ashamed of it either. It's my pride and joy. I ain't no motherfucker had silver hair by me in that country. The spray was it a spray? No, it was I. I painted my hair. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had it for three months. Oh snap! Cause you probably bleached the, the crap out of your hair, bro. That's why you. Oh my out. god, that shit took like six hours. <laughs> my hair was my hair is dark, dark. That shit took six hours to get bleached and then put the color oh my in. God. But I had that color for three months, and you then the I went. I, That's what. Yeah. And then I, I went, I shaved it off. And after that, I grew my hair down, down halfway in my back. Wow. I, let me wow. tell you, I, I had Wait, long so do hair. do you keep your hair, like, bald on purpose now? or? Oh, your, no. Your I, I, like, I fucked it up. <laughs> no, I, oh, I burnt it. I did. But look, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not even mad at it. Because I've, I've done everything <laughs> there is to do with my hair. Everything I could okay, possibly do with my hair, yeah, I did it. I did. I did dreadlocks, <laughs> cornrows. I, I dyed my hair. I had my hair halfway okay. down my back. I wow. buzzed it. I had everything with it. By the time I was 26 years old, there was no haircut that I haven't had. Okay. All right. So you had fun. So All when right, I lost fun. my hair, I'm like, whoops. Oh, man. But I don't want to hear people here losing my hair. That's rough. That's a rough thing. But you do look good, ball. You're a good looking ball. Thank you. You don't look. Hey, yeah, you look like you don't look like Heck. a white supremacist or like a you know like because <laughs> some people oh they shave that head and it's like whoop, whoop, whoop. lock it out. Someone the other day was like you have the same beard as LeBron James. I'm like word, <laughs> not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, the, yeah, it looks good with the beard, and but it sometimes it's like how do you have no hair up top, but then it's just like just so much. <laughs> so before before the this this whole corona thing i had i still haven't shaved my head and my beard was just like you know like short it, it was there mm-hmm. but it wasn't like this and yeah. then the quarantine started and i got sick of having you know my, my hair thinning out so i just buzzed it off uh-huh. and then i let the beard grow so when we started doing zoom calls i went from having hair up top and no hair down here to no hair up top and a lot down here my yeah, boss is yeah, like, what yeah, happened yeah. to your hair? You just slid down. It's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. You just added. It just, it just went south more and more. Yeah, I have a lot of guy friends, and it was really funny kind of seeing how, like, they would just get furrier and furrier and furrier. And I'm like, yo. And my friend just cut his, like, hair and beard down to, like, size after about a good year. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I respect it. My hair has been amazing this year. Like, obviously, I don't have any hair on my face. But awesome. if I did, you know, I'm sure I would have a lovely, luxurious beard by now. But I'm more thinking about, I, and actually, I grew some pretty luxurious leg hair this year as well. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> my leg hair has been luxurious since I was 13 years old. razors, not sponsored. And just cut through it like butter. So we're all good. That's when I started swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like I needed some drag. Uh, I, I didn't need the drag, you know. <laughs> I, I was gonna be on my Michael Phelps. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that guy was a beast. 
we was a beast. I was like, I'm a shark. I was watching shark movies and stuff, trying to get like in the mood. Like, all right, all right, this is me. I was like, you got it. Because I was, I gained. How much weight do you think you gained during quarantine? I know I gained about 25. I gained about, shoot, I was about one. I gained about 20 pounds, yeah. It's all about in my 25. gut. Same, same. All what the- is that? What is that bullshit? I don't know. Because <laughs> damn, I bet it literally is all in my gut. And like I did like some I did like some hip and like leg exercises today, bruh. Shoot. It it's like like the fat is like I, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Whoa, 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 whoa. You trying to work out and my muscles are like, you know, underneath the fat and they're just like not doing anything and they're just like it's amazing, right? But then when they start to get worked out, it's like they just scream at me in every language of just swearing just like are you kidding me like god you didn't you didn't do anything for a year and now you want to (laughs) be you want to be snatched like bitch who do you think you are (laughs) you have 70 pounds of cellulite not really but (laughs) that's what it feels like that's what your body literally tells you when you try to work out after a really long time, you, it's just yeah, it like, just it just everything feels weird after that. It just does not work the way you expect it to. It's like getting in your car and the engine is shitting on you. It's not, it's not giving yes. you what you're used to. It exactly like I tried to, and I struggle like to kind of understand all of the machines as well. I don't know if you know what in what environment you work at, but uh, work out at, but. I go to the university gym and I'm like, oh, I don't know what this is. Let me just, and then I end up just kind of, you know, going on the Stairmaster and dying. And then I'm like, I'm good. There you go. Yeah, no, I work out at home because uh, the gym in the building, uh, in my building is still closed for COVID and shit. Mm. So you have, you have to make an appointment, and I don't always know exactly when I'm gonna work out. So I just, I have yeah. a patio, so I do my thing in the patio early in the morning. Oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. And you also yeah. live in California, where it's like beautiful all the time. Like, yeah, it be like that sometimes. Some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you also live in the most yeah, like beautiful, walkable city, like on Earth, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, San Diego is nice. It's expensive as hell, but it's nice. Uh yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, at least the Midwest, I'd be, I'd be killing now. <laughs> and uh, I also so live it's at about, home. It's about time for me to start making my food. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh yeah, it's probably a... time to, it's six o'clock there. Yeah, price time is starting. Yeah, so I have to start making my food and get myself ready for prayer and all that good stuff. All right. Well, I'm glad this was absolutely able... fantastic as always. It was good. All right, I'm so glad you had a good time. Thank you very much for appearing. Glasses and beer, please tag your socials. Go ahead. Glasses and beer, that's glasses underscore N underscore beard. By all means, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I'm more uh, act, uh, active on TikTok than I am on Instagram, so please do not hesitate. Awesome. And you can, of course, follow me at Full Metal Ratchet. This is the name of the podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, all of those things. And um, on uh, Anchor as well. That's what I use to distribute. And of course, Full Metal Ratchet on Instagram and TikTok. Even though I'm taking a little break on TikTok, like I was telling Golly. But I am still active on Instagram, so you can always hit me up there if you have any questions. I'm also going to be starting a Facebook group very soon for this um so we can expand our little audience there but you get your snack on oh i will <laughs> and thank you very much i appreciate it holly absolutely we i'm i'll be happy to do this again yay good all right thank you very much it's been full metal ratchet episode 18 we talked about rami from episode five season number one thank you very much everybody have a great night bye-bye bye-bye